Church Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 24. Hey, uh, I really, really look forward to doing these. Uh, throughout the week, I, I just, um, I'm writing down notes and jotting down thoughts. I genuinely look forward to doing these every single week, and I, I hope they've been really helpful for you. And I hope even that maybe you've shared them with some of your friends as, as you've been learning things. I hope like in conversations with people, like maybe you're using this as a resource to to talk to people. But I'll, I'll say this, this particular passage, I've been really, really excited uh, to share with you. It, it's been one of those ones that has really impacted me and has helped shift a lot of my thinking. And, and so I am really, I'm excited about all the ones that I get to do, of course, because I get to talk through scripture, get to uh, try to share some authentic things that I'm working through. And that's always really exciting for me. But this particular one, I, I've been really uh, excited to, to share with you. Uh, it has brought a lot of clarity to me. So I'm really excited to share this passage with you. Um, I think it was like in the same way, Ecclesiastes 713 episode one, that passage for me is such a profound passage. Uh, and this passage that we're going to talk about today is, is that, that passage, uh, as well. Um, when, uh, we first started, um, um, the adoption, foster adoption process, um, we, before we actually got to adopt Mika, um, she would come and she would stay with us. It, that We did that for like a month. She would just kind of stay with us for a day or two, and then we'd bring her back. And we would do that, you know, back and forth. And some people do that for years. You know, our our, friend, our friends, the Fens, who literally are our next door neighbors, um, they did that for like three years, like driving back and forth. And I mean, it, it's, it's so hard. I mean, so, so hard. And so, um, and, but we, when we were doing that in the process of doing that with Mika, I have this moment that is etched into my memory, uh, as one of those like incredibly profound life changing eye opening moments. I don't know if you you have one of those or like a moment that you, it feels like all of time stopped, everything just slowed down and you saw exactly what was going on. And so we were in our in our church, um, I was in the middle of. Uh, I had just shut, shut down a nonprofit. I was I was in the process of finding a new job. We had just adopted Mika. Cooper was still going through cancer treatment. It was just pretty like wow, over overwhelming period of time. And and so I'm in church. And I'm holding Mika because we didn't want to yet put her into to childcare. Um, we were just trying to build that safety with her. So she's four years old and we're new and she's new and we're just trying to figure it out. And so we're, we're in the worship gathering and worship is going on and I would hold her really close to me during worship. And I would just basically kind of sing softly into her ear. And um, I remember I was doing that and she fell asleep during worship as I was singing and I just had this, like, everything stopped. I just started crying. And I realized that everything was going to change. Everything was different. You know, I had always been uh, a dad that desired a daughter. So that was a part of it. I, I think it was this, her story, it, you know, so filled with hurt and pain. And mine is too. And I felt like 
God loves me like this. He, he loves me like this. You know, he's holding me in the same way I'm holding her as the same way I'm, you know, singing into her ear, you know, and trying to comfort her in the midst of her confusion. God is doing that to me as well. In the midst of all the ambiguity, all the weird, he was holding me. I just felt in the same way I was holding her that I sensed my own adoption, that he had adopted me, but I had not been aware of it. I had not found comfort in it, and I I didn't see it that way. And um, in that moment, that became very, very clear for me that I've been adopted by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and that He loves me. And that in the same way that I'm holding this sweet, sweet girl in my arms and I'm singing songs of praise and worship, like He's doing the same thing to me. And I saw myself in his arms and I saw him singing over me. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of belonging. I saw him and he sees me and I was completely aware of it. And so this passage, Isaiah 43, 19, uh, says this, behold, that's like a, hey, stop, (laughs) behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now all of Isaiah 43 is beautiful, but this passage is like one of those like takes your breath away kind of passages. Behold, it's kind of like, do you, are you checking this out? Like slow down, slow down. Are, are, are you seeing this? Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it, Jeff? Do you not perceive what I'm doing? Are you not beholding all that I'm doing? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh my goodness. I hope I hope just listening to that passage just allowed your heart to calm down right now and whatever you're going through. Right, this verse, this ber- verse has kind of been one of my verses in this la- in this later season of life for me, and to be honest, it's been a struggle. I have battled with this passage. I have found comfort in it. I've been discouraged at times of trying to go, yeah, but where is the river? Right, because I just feel like I'm in a wilderness. Right, it, it's what is the new thing? I don't know. It feels like you're just constantly in the midst of an old thing, and there's been struggle and there's been confusion. You know, for the last eight years, you know, our family has just felt like we've been in flux. You know, I, I left a you know nine years ago. I I left a church that I was a part of. Um, I started a nonprofit, started an adventure nonprofit called, uh, I actually started two at the time, but I started Wilds for Water. And then I started another one called Phoenix One and just got to experience like this amazing move of God, right? And then the first year, within the first year of starting that, Cooper gets cancer. And I was just, what is going on? And then uh, during that treatment, I had to give away one of those nonprofits called Waltz for Water. I, I gave, gave that away because we just couldn't run it. I just, I didn't have any margin in my life. And I had started this thing without really knowing where it was going to go. So I had to 
do that. I, I, I had to uh, stop. I stopped the other nonprofit, Phoenix One, in the, in the middle of that. Um, I, I, uh, I, I stepped down as chairman of the board for Harvest India. We started and the adopt. We are going through the adoption process during all of this, and we we got Mika. So I don't have a job. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's next. You know, we have this sweet little girl that we're trying to figure out what to do, uh, and that's challenging. That's hard. We're taking our son to to chemo and and trying to figure that out. And so I I go and I work for Corporate America. I'm doing shows, putting on shows, and. Um, and flying all over the place and did that for two years. And then we moved to California, right? And I, I, I come back to the, I, I work in a local church again for the first time in, in a long time. And then my, you know, this last year, my, my son goes off to college and it's like, what is happening, right? That, that's just the last eight years of our lives. And it's like, God, what are you doing? You ever felt like that? Like, what are you doing? What is going on? That feels so chaotic. That feels so crazy. God, what are you doing? And here's what God's response to me is. I'm doing a new thing. What do you mean you're doing a new thing? I'm doing a new thing. And he says to me, hey, Jeff, do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? And that's the part of the verse that got me. All the rest of it, beautiful. But the one part that got me, the convicting part for me, and maybe it is for you, is this. Do you not perceive what I'm doing? Are you, is your focus in all the wrong things, Jeff? Are you missing what I am doing? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't perceive it. Yeah, I don't think I get it. Yeah, I don't think I'm focused in on that. I, I, I guess I don't see the new thing. And he's like, that's a problem because <laughs> I'm trying to make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and you're missing out on all of it. And the reason why is because I, you have a very temporal view and not an eternal view, right? We are addicted to right now and what's right in front of me, aren't we? I mean, if you think about it, like as you're wherever you are today, you're just thinking like, how do I get through today? And, and, and all the problems that you're dealing with today, you're like, I would really love to have answers for those right now. I, I want to know the answers to that. I want to know the solutions to that. I want that that relationship problem to get fixed. I, I want my marriage to be better. I I, I want to get married. I, I want to have kids. I I want to take that step next in in my career. I want to make more money. I want to get into a home. Like thing after thing after thing after thing. It's so temporal. Like and 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 that was the reality for me. It's just going like, wow, most of my thinking is temporal thinking, and he's trying to help me understand something. So much more. God has such, such a greater picture, such a larger picture uh, for our lives and our place in this world and in this period of history. Now, this has blown my mind as I've been thinking through it. And it's this, that we are playing our part. I am playing my part in church history in the same way that the saints of the past are. That should blow our minds. I am playing a part, a role that God has put me into during this small period of time that I get to be alive in light of eternity. Like that, that is mind blowing for me that he said, nope, I love Jeff so much. 
and I, I have this story. It's an eternal story. I'm going to place him. Uh, I'm going to have him be born in 1977, right? I'm going to allow him to have 42 years of life. And for me, I don't know the rest of that part of that story, but I hope it's a lot longer. And he goes, yep. And I've got a plan for that. And here's the things that I believe that Jeff can play in the midst of this part of church history. And he's saying the same thing to you that we get to be a part of right. We're writing history right now and everything we do. And that's why he's like this. Can you not see that I'm doing a new thing? Every single day is a new thing. Every single day is a new part of the story. Every single day is a new day in history that will go down. And the question for us is, do we not perceive what God is doing? Do we not perceive that he is using us? God is using you. But so often we miss it in an effort to feel some form of comfort right now, right? We're like, just fix all this other stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. I got a plan for all that. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. And listen, I know some of you are going through really difficult things right now. And I'm really sorry. And I want you to know, I believe that God, he, he's sorry too. Like he, he doesn't want you to be in pain. He doesn't want you to hurt. But here's what I do know. He uses what Satan intends for evil for good. Even in that hard thing. That's why he's like, you can, ha- you can even have joy and despair because he's doing a new thing that he can use whatever that pain is for his glory. Now, he could do it any other way. But as a result of sin affecting our world, he can use those things for his glory. He can transform people's lives through the way we suffer and, the, and even in the way we have great times and the really good things that we're a part of, right? You and I are being used by God, but do we perceive how we are being used? Do we perceive how we're being used? I, I really think that's a phenomenal thing to think through, a phenomenal way to pause. He wants to use us to bring life to others the same way that Jesus did. You see, Jesus was doing a new thing and he just handed the baton to us and he says, keep doing the new thing that God has for you and don't lose sight of it because the narrative has always been this, I will make a way. I will make a way in the desert. I will bring life. I will bring health. I will bring eternal security to those who perceive, who are understanding that God is doing a new thing, has done a new thing through Jesus and that Jesus has handed us the baton and he said, your turn, go do as I did. Bring life into the wilderness. Help people understand the new that God is doing. Help them perceive it. First, you need to perceive it, but help others perceive it too. Oh my gosh, doesn't that get you wound up? You have an incredible purpose in this world. And the, the, the king of kings and lord of lords, he just, he said, go bring life. Go help people understand the new. Every day that you are alive is an opportunity to introduce people to the new and help them perceive it. But you and I have to come to a place where we perceive it. Because we are either being a river of life or a dried up desert. And here's the thing. The reality is this. Either way. God is doing a new thing. Are you in? Are you in to be a part of this beautiful mission that he's called us to? 
to bring rivers of life to people, to be a part of the new, to be a part of the church history that's being written right now. The way we love, the way we care, the way we come alongside of the hurt and the needy, we get to write that story. And he wants to use you and he wants to use I. So where can you see God doing a new thing in your life? Where can we see him doing new things in our lives? And where can we celebrate that and lean into that for his glory and his honor? Father God, you are the giver of life and life flows through you. Grant us the perception to see all that you are doing. So take a breath reflect and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own God. Till next time.